You're gonna be a star, kid. You're listening to... In Between Stages. Stages with Cassius Nelson and Jennifer Brooke. Hello everyone and welcome to In Between Stages, the podcast. I'm Jennifer Brooke and I'm sat here with Cassius Nelson, who's dancing as I say her name. Yeah, wrapped <laughs> in a blanket. Um, hi everyone. Hope Hello. you had a nice week. Yeah. Have you had a nice week, Cass? It's not been bad, Jen. It's not been bad. Good. We've had some lovely comments again. Yes, I'm loving Jared's. this podcast thank you those of you who have listened to it so far um if you haven't check it out before you listen to this one yeah go back a step yeah Stop cheating. yeah slow yourself down go back to the first one listen to yaz's then listen to jared yeah it's a good then introduction you can listen to this one i'm gonna say that every single time now and then we're every gonna have team. like 100 team <laughs> every team if you haven't checked out jared's videos on youtube you should as well because yeah. they're really great and today we've got even even no, I was going to say even better. It's not even better. It's the same quality guest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's better than Jared. No, it's not. It's just a great guest again. Yeah. Oh, also, check oh. out our Instagram, though, because what we're going to start doing is posting our guests' work. Yes. That's quite hard to say. Um, Just so you can see, like, a bit of background from them, because although we're promoting ourselves and our podcast, I think it's important to promote the guest who we have on because yeah like there's a reason why we brought them on the podcast just because yeah. we want to showcase their work and also I think they've just got stuff that they can share with people listening and other creatives so definitely definitely give the Instagram a check out I think it helps as well when you listen to it after seeing their yeah, work doesn't it you get to see kind of what they're about and what they produce and also it's another way to kind of network like if you mm-hmm. want to get involved in stuff that they're doing or give them a shout or find out stuff about them I just, I just, yeah, that's um, a good point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, our our Instagram isn't just like, it's a clip. hub. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not just about a podcast, it's also about the people we've got on it. Yeah. And one day, we hope that we'll do an event. Yeah. Oh, that is, that's I'm one just putting of our it out goals. There. We've got goals for this year, you know, we've got little kind of, is it milestones that we yeah. want to hit? Um, and that's definitely up there. Definitely. Yeah. And do you know what? Now we've said it, it's going to happen. We've spoken it into existence, Jen. We have to, because otherwise we're letting everyone down. Should we hear about our weeks? Let's do it. So tell me about your week, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this part of the show, we just tell you how our personal week's been and how yes, our do. professional. Go on, Cass. Which one first? Ask me the question. Okay, your question is, how has your personal week been? Personal week? Um. Well... What did I do? I went to a little vegan fest. Oh, yeah! I did invite you, but you didn't want to come. I was so. busy. No, you didn't want to come. So I went with my mum. Um, and do you know what? It was really good. It was in Ali Pali. And um, <laughs> do you never say Ali Pali? No, I do. But every time I say it, it just reminds me of like a kids' TV show. It, just, it sounds, like, oh. sounds so common. Ali, Ali Pali, Alexandra Palace. Um, yeah, that's too much. Do you know what I mean? Um, so we went there and it was really, it was actually quite nice. Um, there was a mixture of food, things that you can kind of do, events, like they were, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. And then, um, there was someone like reading palms and stuff and like Ooh. crystals and all that shiz, uh, which was really nice. But I was on my period and I just really, you know, you just can't be asked to walk around. Yeah. And I was I just a that. bit like, 
It's one of those things where you can't stay out for too long. You kind of just want to get some things for the cupboard and then leave. You want to get some food, get some crystals and go. Get some crystals and get out of there. Get your palm crystals. I got some crystals. Tell us about your crystals. So, (laughs) so, um, I got two crystals. This is going to be really boring for anyone who's like not interested in anything kind of spiritual, but I believe in like energies and exchanging energies and all that kind of thing. And I just saw these crystals and they're the only ones that I looked at and I just thought I need that. One of them was about um, channeling your creativity and it was to do with like your stomach or your abdomen and balancing your hormones and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, mate, if that is, Jen knows, if that is not what I need, then I don't know what is. So I was like, looked at that one. And there was another one that was just about gaining kind of clarity and all of that kind of thing. And I think that's quite good to kind of, one was for your passion and one was for like your clarity in your head. So I think... I need to it's connect nice balance. the two. It is. And I'm very kind of out of sync. <laughs> I am out of sync, man. It's hard out here. And um, <laughs> I was arming and arming about getting them because they were a little bit expensive. But then some woman came next to me and was like looking at the two crystals I wanted to get. No. And I was like, no, bitch, give me no. that right now. So I took them and I left. It's because... like that Friends episode of Monica in a wedding dress. <laughs> <laughs> Just in that moment, I realised how much I wanted it. And I thought, I can't, I can't have anyone else have this. Yeah. So I got it. And um, I mean, they might work, they might not work, but... You have to update us. I will. I will. So that was my personal week, getting crystals and that was about it. I like that though. Yeah, spending some time with my mum walking around a vegan oh, festival. Good old mum time. But the floor was really uneven in there and I kept like chipping over my own feet. Oh. Yeah. Where was... Oh, Ali Pali. Ali Pali. Ali Pali. Ali Pali, wasn't it? Ali Pali's huge. That must have been huge. Well, yeah. I walked in there. My mum was like, this was... This used to be like the Queen's Palace. Did it? And I was like, was it? And she went, well, I don't know. I think so. I mean, that makes sense why it's called Alexandra Palace. But it can't yeah. have been Buckingham Palace. I mean, she says a lot of stuff. <laughs> and she says stuff like she knows it's true. And I just have to Maybe it was like her holiday home. Maybe it just wasn't, though. Maybe it like, Wood Green. <laughs> <laughs> Why would the Queen live in Wood Green? Like, it wouldn't happen. She's going to go take a holiday to Wood, Wood Green. Green. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, we'll have to check the facts there. But I realise it's quite nice in there. Oh, yeah. I used to see all, like, concerts in there. Really? I know mean, there's an ice rink in there, but... I yeah, they used to have an ice rink. go ice skating. No, ice skating, rollerblading, and bowling. Like, I can't think of anything worse. Bowling? I hate bowling. Oh, my God. That is, like, my favourite part I detest time. it. Je detest. Je I hate detest. it. I'm going to take you bowling, and I'm going to no, introduce you to how not, much I'm not it doing is. it. I'm not... I hate it. Why? I, right. I hate feet. Why am I putting on someone else's shoes? Yeah, we can go places where you don't actually have to put the shoes on. Okay, two. I, the ball's too heavy. No, it always goes hands. down the side. Then I look straight. I can't. I hate it. I'm taking you bowling. I hate things I'm not good at. I'm taking and you bowling. bowling. Is one of them. I I make bowling. Do you realise like bowling, ice skating, and rollerblading? It's all wearing someone else's shoes, and that's why I'm like I'm not doing it. Yeah, but bowl, I'll, I'll take you to a place where you don't have to change shoes, and you like it always I, like, go down throw it in the air. I never win. No, I just hate I'll it. I'll teach you. I'm really good at it. I'm not coming. Right, well, how's your professional? <laughs> are you are you gonna become a professional bowling <laughs> bowling person? Um, a professional is. Good. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, I record most of my self-tapes with Jen or Kizza, who will hopefully be on the show very, yes. very soon, who is a fantastic actor and writer. She She's just too saying. busy for us at the moment. She is great. <laughs> like, she is... She's literally my sister from another mister. She yeah. really is. Um, but yeah, so we've been doing a couple self-tapes together. Yeah. And we did one the other day, which was really... I really like the character. You know the ones yeah. where you really like the character, you really like the storyline, but... 
I struggled with it a bit, didn't I? Because mm-hmm. you know when you can relate to a character on such a level and you can you've experienced similar things that they've experienced, you know exactly what they're feeling and it kind of me it started to mean too much to me because I yes. was like I know I know how I want things to come across. I really know how this character feels and I want to portray that. And I kind of I don't know, what would you how would you describe it? I think it's you look Oh, because I've done it before, and you look to see, you almost want your whole face to say, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> and your face isn't going to say that, because you're just like, literally like, I, I yeah. know that. But, like, you like, look I too wanted, much. Yeah, I wanted the cast and directors to know, I have experienced this, yes, and literally. I know how they're feeling, and I was trying to carry too much. But in... from an outsider's, I got that you related to it. But I felt like I didn't, I was trying to prove you it You wanted to literally say, I know this. Yeah, I wanted to just be like, cut, excuse me guys, um, I've been through this and I should get this role because did I you, know. Did your, did your agent know how much you relate to it? No, but then he emailed me after I sent it to him and was like, this is a really good tape. Oh. And I then emailed him back and was like, yeah, because I want this role. Because <laughs> I want this I job. think you should tell him. Do you think? Yes, because I think also, he's the person to say it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if he thinks it's appropriate. I'm not saying that he's going to literally call him up and be like, she's really, you know. <laughs> she knows this shit. No, but it's just like, it means a lot because... But we've had that before with a cell tape for you. Yeah. Like, where you did say a message. I was like, just say a message at the end. Sometimes I think it's good to say that. And other times, depending on this, how early on in the stage I think it is. Yes, and this is when, like, I have to be honest, I hate self tapes Because in a room, you that would come up. That, yeah, and you can even, you can bring up a conversation at yes. the start. You talk about the character and yeah. you're like, yeah, no, I get it because X, Y, and Z. And this is what, in the self-tape, they just want the scene. And it's like, I want to talk about I want to tell you that I really like the scene and I actually... That I like the writing. Like, it's a compliment. Yeah. The writing was good. Like, it was really I good. didn't... You know when you don't have to do that? You don't feel like you're fighting the script. Uh, that's when it just works, doesn't it? Like, you, you don't no. have to, like, think too much. And it makes, uh, like, it makes uh, mm. being an actor feel quite lazy because it just literally flows. Because you're like, yeah. I don't... All I have to think about is reacting like the line yes. i'm not tripping over the lines it's yeah. kind of what i would imagine i'd be saying next i'm already saying yes exactly exactly yeah so yeah. that's how my that's a really that was long wasn't it it was good though all right then. <laughs> so miss jennifer brooke yeah okay i know how your professional week has gone and it's going to be hilarious so i'm going to save that till last okay so okay. how was your personal <laughs> week well, I'm going to keep it short because the professional. I can't wait. I cannot wait for this. It's just hilarious. Uh, my personal's been uh, really good, actually. Um, yeah. I went to go see Captain Marvel. How was it? Oh, mate. It's a film that Wonder Woman should have been. Mm. And wasn't. Okay. Like, everything was just perfect. And every wow. everybody needs to see it because it's a great film. But, like, girls, girls, really? girls. This is the film we've been waiting for. Really? Yes, everything. Like, everything. Like, there's... So, first of all... Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. She's great. Yeah. And, like, everything down to, like, the fact that, like... You know, like, normally, when you wear, like, a superhero suit, the girl's, like, boobs are accentuated and stuff yeah. like that. She was wearing the exact same suit as Jude Law was wearing. Like, there was no difference. It was exactly the was same. Was it made to be feminine? Was it made to be feminine? Everything about her costume was just, like, normal. Jeans, mm. t-shirt, jacket. Nothing. And there was no... You know, like, in Wonder Woman, they were like, oh, but she's so attractive. Oh, but she's a woman. Yeah. Oh, and there was, like, it slow motion you could have had a man playing it. There was no conversation about the fact that she was a woman. None. I love that. Nothing was said about that. her being a woman. There was no like, this is a feminist movie. This is, mm. it was just a woman that was strong. It, she was, she wasn't even a woman. She was just Captain Marvel. Like it, there was nothing. Yeah, I like that. And it was perfect. And then the other, like the best friend, 
I'm really, I'm really gutted. I actually can't remember this actress's name and that's really, really bad of me. And I, I, I will update this in a second when I will, I will come back with the name. Um, mm. She's an English action, actress, but if you didn't know that, you wouldn't have believed it because her American accent we were talking was about this, yeah. flawless. Flawless. But like she was playing and none of this is mentioned. This is just what Mm. you get. Like none of it is a conversation, but she's a single mother. And like that's not like anything like about her being but like just having that like representation in a movie Mm. and And it it not being a focal point. Not being a focal point and it not being a struggle. It's just she had this lovely daughter who was like hilarious and funny, but there was like no like husband or father and it was just like cool, like grey. This is the thing, like it's not the fact that they didn't acknowledge the fact that the father wasn't there yes. or that they left the, the no. father. Like, this is the problem. Sometimes when you highlight things yes. like that, it makes it an issue. But in yes. real life, it's just you normal. just get on with it and you don't explain yourself like, no. he left and then... It's yeah, like, it was nothing to left, do with the plot line. He left and I had to just get on with it because that's might, what people have to but do. But she might not even... Like, we don't know what happened in terms of like, if and she knows her dad, it, it doesn't matter. matter. And it was about the friendship, a female friendship, and about them both being like pilots and like, mm. oh mate, it's fucking Okay, sick. I'm gonna have to book this into you watch need to, it. I'll go again, I'll go again. Let's go. Because it was really good. And it's also, as a movie as a whole, away from, you know, making it a focal point about the women. It's hilarious, it's well written. Um, gr- it's great. It's one. It's my favourite Marvel movie so far. Wow, that's a yeah. big statement. It is a big statement, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to go for it. Uh, that followed by Logan. Um, now the part oh. I have been waiting for. Okay, Jen. I, I feel like I've told this story so many times because I found it so funny that I'm scared I'm not going to deliver it in the right way. I hope so. Just don't put pressure on it. Okay. Let's, let me not hype it up anymore. So. I'm going I'm to start with just... So my professionals... All right, the moment. I haven't asked you the question yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just going into it. I was ready. I, I want to leave so it nervous. <laughs> okay. Jen. Yes. <laughs> How was... Yes. Your... Yes. Professional week. So, um... I'm on telly tonight, basically. Okay. So that's this is when it comes out, which tonight. is great news. Which is great, great news. I filmed it like ages ago, about a year it's and a half point, ago. No, yeah. it's not a point. Yeah. But like, so because I was th- thinking, well, everyone's gonna be like, well, you're not stuck after last week. Right. Like, <laughs> just, you know, like, things don't work that quickly, mate. Right? So yeah. it's a, it was a while ago. But anyway, really nice series. I love doing it. It's called White Gold. It's the second series, it's which come is out. great, by the way. It's very funny. It's very funny. Um. And at the moment it's on BBC iPlayer, so you can watch it. But the episode airs tonight. So yeah. like the whole series, whatever, yeah, that's yeah. irrelevant. So um, obviously this is a year and a half ago. So yeah. I can't actually remember too much about what I did in it. It's a long time ago. It was a, it was a while ago. And I, I couldn't really remember the script. And it happened all really quickly. It was only a couple, like literally like two days filming. So like I can't really remember that much about it. And you play a page three model, yes, which we mentioned in the first episode. Yeah, so she was in the first series as like a 16-year-old page three model, like trying out her career. 16, wow. Yeah. Um, Mate, I'm young. Nah, joking. That is is really young. Then she comes back. Right. And she's like famous, um, like Samantha Fox style. She's doing bits. You know, she's, she's making a career out of it. And she's famous now. Anyway, so I can't remember the story. So obviously, I then call my mum and I'm like, oh, mum, I'm white gold's out. Um it's on BBC iPlayer, like it's going to be on next week. You know, got to tell my mum. Mm. My mum being my mum, you know, posts That's it. That's what, yeah. Everywhere. She's proud. She's, you know, she's excited. She's it's posting on it all over Facebook. Doing group chats on WhatsApp, yep, telling everyone. Like, tell it, call him an Anne, tell him an Anne. Yeah. Call him a gran. D- telling everyone, basically. Um, so that's all great, you know, <laughs> proud mum. And I was like, mm, you know, whatever, you know, I know it's going to be rude. It's not like, 
it's not PC, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so then me and Lawton sit down to watch it on the iPlayer. Um, now, um, <laughs> so you've got to remember, my mum's told my whole family about this. She's she plays it on Facebook. It's quite like, cool. It's quite like. Uh, it's, would you say crude? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crude. definitely not one for the nan. My nan didn't. My nan wasn't a fan of the first series. You know, yeah. she, she was proud of her little old gem, but she wasn't. She wasn't her cup of tea. It's this different generation. That's different why. generations. Yeah. Um. So basically, there is a scene mm-hmm. in it where uh, a picture. Careful of with your choice of words here, Jen. I yeah, let me it. try and uh, make this so it's. Mm-mm. So there's a picture of me. And someone's got to go and get it printed, but he doesn't go and get it printed. He goes to the toilet, yeah. and he um, has a moment. Has with a moment the with a picture, pleasures himself uh, to the picture, <laughs> and um, something goes onto the picture. And you see that happen. And you see it happen <laughs> very explicitly on, on the picture of you. On the picture of me. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I'm watching this, and I'm like, oh dear, oh dear. My mum has told my mum told everyone. Yeah. Now, my first thought was. Dad can't watch this. Dad can't watch this. You know, yeah. first one was bad enough because, you know, I was holding my boobs and he had to mm. look away for this bit. Um, so I called my mum and I'm like, Mum, Dad, no, you, he can't watch it. Because it's like an awkward, it's like a sex scene. You wouldn't really want your parents you, to you see don't want that. Your do- you won't want to see cringy. that thing but, next to your daughter or somebody on, else's. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I was like, right, Dad can't watch it. I was like, Mum, you need to tell Dad not to. She was like, and your mum didn't know what, what was happening. No, my mum was like, Jen. I can't believe I posted this on Facebook. And I was like, I know. And she was like, but dad's going to want to see it. I was like, right, just fast forward till the end. I've got one scene. He can watch my one scene where... Just not the I'm, toilet scene yeah, with the not guy. not the toilet scene. Having a moment with... So mom's like, cool, cool. I'll tell him, I'll tell him. So I was like, good. Right, that has been avoided. <laughs> next thing you know, I'm just going to... Do you know what? In fact, I'm going to read what happened next. Oh my gosh. So I get a message, like a little email from somebody. So, hi, Jen. Hope that both you and Lawson are keeping well. I saw the pictures of Dudley and that he's absolutely adorable. I see the exciting news that white gold will be shown on TV and you have a part. When will that be? I'm not keen on the programme, but I would watch anything that you are part of. Hopefully this will lead to more parts. Tracy, this is my um, disabled auntie, is very excited. Mm. She had another bad fall this week while walking in the lounge with the walking frame. So felt down. Now this news has given her something to look forward to. This is my nana. This is my nana messaged me about this. So they're all gonna sit down, have a little gathering. She sent the family newsletter, and it's gonna. It's not gonna be the scene that. It's gonna be interesting. The youngest grandchild. And your auntie is. This is supposed to cheer her up and give her something to to give her a new hope. And she's gonna watch a man in the toilet pleasuring himself over a picture of you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I haven't replied. I haven't replied. I don't this, know what okay, to say. This is the thing, though. So, I said to Jen, this is a great professional week discussion <laughs> because in the industry that we're in, there, they are. There's gonna be moments like this, and it's like whether because it's not like a sex scene. No. But there's even if it's like a kissing or a very steamy moment mm-hmm. or a sex scene or a moment like this, it's gonna cro- crop up at yeah. some point in. Our careers, so I feel like this is, this is ripping the bandaid off for you. I just, I just think I'm just gonna not reply. Um, oh, our guest is here. Oh, I'm just not gonna reply, and um, I'm gonna see what happens. Let's meet our guest.
Okay, so our guest this week is an actor that has worked on Howard's End, Harlot, and Unforgotten, to name a few. She is constantly on the stage performing at the Theatre Royal Plymouth, The Yard, and High Tide Festival. It's hard to believe that she has time, but our guest is also a singer-songwriter, releasing her EP Actions Speak Louder just last year, and has already performed a live lounge at BBC Introducing, so is definitely one to watch. Described as an old soul with a fresh new face to the modern music scene, we are obsessed with her voice. Writing lyrics that are relatable and empowering, this week's guest is the queen of juggling more than one creative industry. So please welcome Hannah Traylon, also known as Nearly T. Hi, hey, hey, hey. Hello. Hi. Did you like your intro? That was a bit mad and a bit blushing. <laughs> relax the cheeks. Relax, relax. <laughs> Are you excited to be here? I'm so excited to be here. It's, I'm just so proud of what you girls are creating it's needed Aww, that's nice so. hannah's really cute she's come with like notes ready preparation she's yeah. so i'll just go off on a tangent so like we'll you be talking know. about if aliens are real in a minute so i mean i should even start timing this because i haven't even timed it yet <laughs> that blazer has will. not worked i'm in a blazer guys because i'm professional, professional mode professional hi hannah hi babes so you're an actor yeah and a singer songwriter yes what came first the chicken or the egg? No. Yeah, literally. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I think um, <clears throat> I've always written. Like, I wrote poetry from a I really... I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to write poetry, like, when I was a kid. And then it actually got into a West Sussex poetry book. Oh! When I was, like, seven. It was a poem about a dream. Lol. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I've always, I've always written, but then in school, um, my drama teacher was like, you need to go to drama school. And I was like, what's that? Mm. And it was kind of like uh, Billy Elliot going to the Royal Ballet. I didn't have a clue about what it all was. And that was the route I sort of took training-wise. Yeah. But I mean, I was in a soul band throughout school, so music, music and acting have always been part of my life, but yeah. releasing my own music didn't come until I'd finished training obviously literally last may so so yeah. you've always been like singing alongside yeah yeah like i've always like written um and you know like i was part of that soul band um what happened to the soul band oh it was just at school <laughs> it just it was just a thing we did at school like went to perform in disneyland paris that was jokes. what how can you just casually throw that I know, in like, yeah. it, was only, just... it was just like some school's band thing it was just jokes like it was the it... way i want to look up this band what's they called What's your name? We just called Got Soul. It was Got Soul. Got Soul. Got Soul. Yeah. yeah, but like, so it's. I just think it's the creative industries have always been a big part of my life. Not necessarily dancing because I can just about do Macarena. <laughs> but <clears throat> but yeah, I just I don't think there's a certain point where, you know, there's there's so many. So many times I've spoke to people and they're like, well, are you an actor or are you a singer? I hate that question mm. so much. It does my head in, yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, without sounding wanky, it's like, I'm, I'm an artist. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Can you be both? Yeah. And anything else in between? Yeah, and, and like acting is more of a, an escapism thing and music for me is more an expression thing. Mm. So there's two, it's two different yeah, yeah, yeah. outlets um, that I felt I needed when I was in, in an in-between stage. I needed to... Like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> how how did you know you could sing? I was just going to ask this. Literally. We were talking about this. Like, how do you know 
you've got a good voice. Like, when did you first sing and be like, oh, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm good. That sounds quite good. <laughs> I don't even think I still, like, without being a weirdo, I don't even think I think that now. Like, I don't think, like, I think you still, obviously, you have to have a certain level of, like, like, I can do this or I want to do this. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think I, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm, like, great or anything like that. Yeah. I think it's just mm. something of, like, I grew up listening to, um, Amy Winehouse and Adele and I mean girls Spice Girls <laughs> um, and, and you know it was always there was always music in my house mm. so um, it was only when when I was just um, I think it was in first year actually when when I lived with two of the boys and they just always had guitars around I started like we just we just jam mm. and then that's when I really started to believe I could write songs so yeah getting this writing that I because I love writing, putting it into the structure of a song, I guess. Um, can your mum sing? Yeah. Like, in the family. Yeah. Because you know like, if it does, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I mean, that's why I know it. Can't. Yeah, she, I mean, yeah, like, just, I just, we, we just, like, oh my god, it sounds like I'm trying to be out, like, like she can't sing. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. No, she, oh, she, of course she can, but she'd never, she'd never like pursued anything yeah, creative. Yeah, yeah. Like my mum and dad own a coach company, yeah, so yeah. it's like. You know, but we'd always we'd always be singing in the house or that. But I don't. It's really difficult to pinpoint when, when it became like oh, like, I want to be a singer. I think really it comes down to just wanting to perform and in create. in the least like narcissistic way. I just yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. like there. Yeah, do you know mm, what I mean. I love that. When was when were your was your like first performance as a singer? Like, because you did it at school. Yeah, so, yeah, I did it at school, like, this, like, talent shows. I remember doing Alicia Keys in a really awful hat. Oh, my God. Um, like, back in, like, year seven. Um, what was that like, getting up on stage for the first time? And what was the hat? Yeah, literally. Oh, <laughs> the hat was, like, this... Um, oh, my God, she's going to kill me if she hears this, because it was my cousin's hat. But it was, <laughs> it was like a... It was like a, I don't know how you... It looked like an inspector's hat. It was like a black... You know, oh, like, um, what, like a fedora? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it that? Yeah, is that like one of them ones? Like Inspector Gadget kind of hat. Yeah, like the fedora where you put like yeah. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one can see. I think we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. We need to do this. But you put like your hands together and you like put it on your head. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's quite fashionable back in the day. Yeah, it was. It was, especially with my um my ridiculously flat to my face hair. Oh my god. Um, but I think that was. I mean, I, like, in my house, from the age of about three, me and my cousins would be, like, dancing around naked, and we had this blooming, like, massive microphone, and one of us would be... Like, there's so many home videos of us with no clothes on, just with this microphone. <laughs> like, two backing dancers and a singer, and we'd always be doing that, or, like, any, like, Christmas do's, get up on the table, someone's singing or dancing, yeah. or we'd be making plays. Like, that, that was just the way it was. So, but, like, professionally, my first... Um, my first gig was in Shoreditch and it was really nerve-wracking because mm. it's just like also because you've got a monitor there and you can hear yourself that's that's scary in itself You're I like, can't oh. even imagine like what that feeling is mm. of getting up and like sharing your music yeah exa- and exactly it's one thing singing a song yeah like, at drama school we'd do like you'd sing to I'd make Hannah sing all the time I'd like oh, just God. sing no, but you know, even like in song share at drama school, like you, you have to get up and sing. But it's a different thing when you're, when it's like these are actually my words. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Like with, if you were to write a play or something, mm. like you know. So what? What made you 
Like, what yeah. got, got you to, like, book in that gig and being like, do you know what? A breakup. It came from a breakup. See, sometimes breakups are good, you know. Yeah. They're, like, yeah. the best time to create. Like, anything yeah. bad yeah. that happens in life, I feel like that's when I'm great at writing. Yeah, like, literally. Or something. That's Lord, the easiest time. It's like, it's like Phoenix from the fire, isn't it? You become this, like... I was just like on a mission to be like, right, I can't sit in my room crying about this anymore. Like, and the only way I can get it out without just constantly boring my friends about the same old shit and not being able to find the answers, I'll mm. write about it and possibly then I'll find closure. So, like, the EP is from, um, from a, a place of like despair and confusion and not really understanding like who I am mm. and, and what I am uh, to a point of like loving yourself. You know, or actually, there's yeah. a song before that, which is when you fall in love with someone. But scrap that. We're not talking about that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then to a, to a place where you're, you know, from from self destruction, you're able to self discover and then self love. So I think I that's like that. that's the thing, and I think that was the process. And so you'd done all that. You'd had you recorded the EP when you'd, um, I'd been writing, um, and yeah, so it literally. It started. It. I don't really. I can't really think of the timeline. You know how you blur it out. Yeah. But when you first got up on that stage to perform in Shoreditch. Oh yeah. Had you like released it or was that like? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. So so you yeah. had like good reaction then. Yeah. It yeah. had been from the release that I got the gig. Someone got in contact oh, with me to come amazing. and perform. So mate, your staff. Yeah, it was exciting. So yeah, that's how that came about. How do you get through those shows? I, I'm sorry. Zaka. I have to just know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. Um, I don't know. Like. It's just the adrenaline, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what you have to... Like with... Like you step on stage, don't it? It's the same kind of thing. It's same like I'm like team. asking like the nan questions, like, how do you remember all your yeah, lines? Oh God. <laughs> How'd you do it? Yeah. How'd you sing? <laughs> just, I, I don't know. Like, to be fair, the first gig I did, I fucked up the, the second verse of one of my songs completely. And yeah, just but nobody was like, knows. Well, they did, because I was shouting bollocks down the mic. It's like, blah, blah, shit, bollocks, fuck it, let's just go for the chorus. <laughs> but they loved it, and it was great, because yeah. it's about just being yourself, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah. People like that, that you're yes. just honest. Is that harder then? Because when you're acting, it's different, because you get to play a character, but when you're performing as a singer you're doing your own words. I mean, singing, yeah. I think, is quite a vulnerable thing to do anyway. But mm. then also, when it's your writing, I don't know, is that harder to be yourself on stage than to be a character? Or not? Mm, I think it's it's different in the sense that you don't really... It's, it's, there's not so much pressure because it's what you're creating mm. and it's like, you don't... Like, you're, you're in a sense, the director and the producer and, like, well, you're not... You haven't produced the songs. I've got producers on board. But, like, in a sense, like, that's 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 my moment and I'm not no one's going to give me notes on that I'm in mm. control and that's almost worse because I can't fall back on someone else being like right try this next time or yeah um, and you can be the most critical person of yourself oh, yeah, can't you yeah. so you don't have someone to be like that was really good yeah and I am I'm, I'm about a million miles an hour in my head so that overthinking <laughs> side is like oh my god and it's about shutting that off getting on stage doing it coming off and being like grateful for the opportunity and proud rather than like you were talking in the um, episode you did with Yasmin about that horrible talk you give yourself sometimes. Mm, yeah. It's about trying to bl- just block that out and being like proud of what what you've managed to do. And when you block it out, you can be more aware of like what you can do better next time rather yeah. than just saying it for the sake of saying it to yourself. Like, that was awful. This was this. this yeah. Was that. It's better to like take a seat back and go, okay, this was good. 
yeah. this is what I need to do next it's more time. constructive in that sense. Yes, then. definitely, that was the word, construct. Constructive criticism. But yeah, so I think it's um it it's it's definitely adrenaline, but there's there's a need to perform. That's what it is with me. I I can't do normal life. Like it's mm. boring. Mm. So whether it's Hannah as a character on stage when I'm singing, or nearly T, because that's like the different differentiation of between me as an actor and a person to like this. Hannah times ten, nearly T. So it's just trailing jumbled up. That's all nearly T is. So it's like that was just a, a I don't know a, a persona to begin with, but now I'm starting as as I'm getting more experience and like growing as a person myself. I think I'm starting to understand that I need to just strip it back and like get rid of all of this this image shit that is running both industries mm. any yeah. creative industry right now and just be yourself yeah because you know? that comes you through with the music but you don't need to be posting ten times a day on Instagram or having the best look or being sponsored by Red Bull like it doesn't <laughs> they don't need that shit do you know but you're I mean? made to feel like you do right yeah like yeah. I was saying to you earlier with the um the panel that I went to about women in the music industry and then it's six men sat there talking to you about how important images and branding and and don't get me wrong like of course branding is it Mm. it is a part of it it's a business right but like it's not all of it yeah you can't we've got nothing if you've not got good music and good lyrics and good like if you worked hard on that if you just like Mm. go through that don't matter if you're posting 10 times a day no one's gonna listen Mm. and be like oh yeah yeah very true yeah so it's just um that's madness six men just sitting there about women yeah it was just a bit like like Yes, they have their expertise, but like you don't need that. You need the yeah. But also, like they, they were like big guys in the music industry. They're not. They weren't artists themselves. And I think, like, on a panel like that, you need at least one artist Mm. to be like. This is what I took from this. This is what I didn't take from this. Yeah, Yeah. and because then you can create your own toolbox from things that people give you, rather than feeling like you need to take it all on, which was what it was too much, and it's made me feel like I needed to rebel, which is why I've gone quite quiet with like releasing more music and stuff because at the minute I'm like do I just recall like rebrand as Hannah and completely go against all of this like image stuff or do I carry on with nearly T just strip it back a bit and hone it a bit more like but there's just a big rebel like I'm, I'm a bit of a rebel at heart and I think that that's brought my guard up as to mm. like this industry is toxic like mm. and things need to change with it so it's like... But that's why it's so important to stay true to what you want to do. Because yeah. otherwise you're listening to all of these voices and everyone's got an opinion. Everyone thinks they know what they're talking about. Yeah. But if you're not listening to what you want to do... Yeah. You're always going to be having someone come in. But if you're like, no, I'm happy. I, I like Nearly T. I like it. Or I want to exactly. be Hannah. Like Exactly. Because it, like, it doesn't matter if you're the ripest peach in the world. There's always going to be someone that doesn't like peaches at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. What a great analogy. And, and and I just think it's like it's analogy, right? Yeah. That's I mean. I don't know. I can say I can't tell you what it is though. But yeah, yeah. yeah I just so it's it's like I've forgotten what I was going to say as per. But no, but I think that's important because if you're always trying to please someone, you're never going to be able to please anyone anyway. Mm. But if you're always trying to please someone else or please someone else's idea of this industry or of music you're never going to be one you're never going to be happy because you're always going to be searching for that in other people and also like it's okay it's a brand but it's your brand and it's you ultimately so you're the one that's going to be seeing that name all the time you're the one that's going to be producing that music 
Yeah. Before it feels true or right to anyone, I feel like it has to feel true and right to you. Of course. Otherwise, yeah. then, like, where are you creating? I mean, we had that, like, a tiny snippet of that when we were trying to do our intro for this podcast, weren't yeah. we? Yeah. Even small yeah. things like, like that. Like, little things that like, we were hearing it all the time. We were like, unless it's, like, right, we have to hear this every single fucking time yeah. we've got our podcast. Yeah. And if it's wrong, I'm going to be like, why did we do that? Yeah. Exactly. But then there's this, there, there is also a sense of it's okay to get things wrong and that's what that's I think the lesson that I'm learning at the minute is like I came into the music industry like pretty much fresh out of drama school doing like Mm. full on like acting career brilliant I was really naive and really impressionable especially like after the personal side of it after a breakup I was a bit lost yeah Mm. so I think I took any any like um advice I could and I was really impressionable and it's only now that I'm starting to now I've been doing it for like a year and a bit professionally I'm now deciding that no I like this and I don't like that yes and I do that differently in this and I think it's it's okay to get things wrong and mm. that's something that has been really difficult for me because I'm total perfectionist it needs to be like yeah but then you grow and you don't like things anymore and things exactly. change yeah definitely yeah I was gonna say like it's not it's okay to get things wrong, but that's not necess- that doesn't necessarily mean it was wrong because that's what worked for you a year or two ago. Of yeah. Course, yeah. And like you said, we we change and we learn what we like and we adapt. Like for you, you might adapt your sound and go, actually, do you know what? I want to steer it more in this direction. And then a year later, you might go, actually, I might steer it back. Yeah. But that's part yeah, of it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I a think, journey, right? Yeah. Like, and nobody's albums like sound the same. Yeah. Because otherwise it wouldn't be music. Like, they change as artists. Yeah. It would like, be, what's the point of listening to your album again when it's same, it sounds yeah, just the same different as the one lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I couldn't write the songs that I wrote last year because I'm in a different place now. So it's about... I see it as chapters in that sense. Mm. That was then, mm. and this is now. Like, so... I just clicked my nails. Her nails How do you approach writing? Oh, my God. It's so many different ways. Does it just come naturally? Because you've been doing it for so long. Mm, no, it's not. I don't think it's... I mean, you have to sift through a lot of shit. Like, I can be sat on a train and things will come to me or I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and start like, writing. Isn't it always the point where you, you're like... Inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> in the shower. Yeah. And you're like, I haven't got, I haven't got anything wet. I got it. Yeah, like, my main one is driving. I'll put, oh. I'll put beats on driving. So there's a couple of friends of mine that, that write beats and they'll send, send me them and then I'll just write write along to them and, like, put a, put a recorder on and then go through, sieving through all of it and then work with a producer and work melodically on, like, how yeah. the structure works. How long does it take from start to finish of a song? Oh, it completely varies. Some of them you can get done like that. And yeah. then other times it's a it's it's long. Like you have to um, get different people on board, mm-hmm. um, or, or like certain things aren't right. So you have to like leave that one and focus on something else for a while. Or you stress too much yeah. about that, you know. But um, yeah, I just. And what about it's writer's block? So different. Oh mate, that's that's a pain in itself. How the that's how do you deal with it? I don't really. It just stresses me out. I don't. <laughs> just, I just don't. don't. I just drink some wine and just deal with it. No, no, no. Um, no, but, but you say that, but wine does help. Because I feel like wine gives you, like, ideas. Chill, yeah, chill out. out. Stop being angry. But then yeah. you read them the next day and you're like, awful. Oh, that's <laughs> as good as I thought it was. Yeah, I think that one's been written by someone already. Yeah, what's the name? Um, but, like, yeah, writer's block, like... I, I, I go through, like, stints of writing loads and being really inspired, like, if, if there's music that I'm into or I've just been through something or 
Well, it's always when I'm sad a lot of the time. Yeah, or, like, always. You know, bored or whatever. Yeah. It's not really when you're happy, because when you're happy, you're living life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've not got time. But, um, yeah, but when it does happen, it's usually spurts. Like, I had a bit of a spurt, like, last week of writing loads, and then this week I'm sort of like, mm, I don't know. But, again, it's that thing of being like, it, it's it's okay. I don't have to be on it every single day in order to be feeling successful. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's difficult. If I'm not being productive, I'm like, oh, wasting time. Yeah. Oh, find, God, yeah. Do you find you write more when you're not working, like, in those gaps? Yeah. Do you make music more then? Yeah. I think I, that's why I needed it, because when I, you know, if, if auditions are dried up or or you get so much rejection, mm. there needs some something needs to come out, and the way I deal with that is writing it down. Mm. And then whether that transpires into a song or not, like, like I was saying to you yesterday, like I've just started writing a diary because I can't blooming remember half of anything that goes <laughs> on in my life because I'm like, blah, blah. but um, and so I think that's and that's a thing of being able to just stop and reflect on the day mm. and have it logged and then you get closure from it, from things. That's how I deal with things. Mm. Like, you know, people have, like, some people do yoga, some people do drugs. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think writing is a great yeah. tactic, to be honest. I write yeah. songs. Is there a... <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I mean, you're speaking like, truth. Some people do. Some people do. Some people do drink. Some people... Christ's sake. Have other addictions. So, the next question. Um, is there a harder in-between stage? Like, for you, is the in-between stages of acting more difficult than the in-between stages of making music or producing music? Yeah. Which ones, were mm. they the same? Mm, acting's tenfold worse for me. Why? Because I think... I think because there's so much... Weirdly, like... like because I'm trying not to go off topic too much because I'm like... There you go, do it. No, like, because I think the thing that I've struggled most with with music is because I've trained as an actor, I don't feel like I know know enough. And it's okay not to know everything, but I feel a bit like a charlatan Do you feel like sometimes people, like, have... When you go out into the music industry, I don't know what it's like, but is there, like, other musicians that, like, are a bit like, ooh, you're just an actor? Well, they've got this terminology that I don't... You know, I don't... don't, I'm just getting to know it now, Mm. but I kicked myself for so long because I was like, I need to know everything. It's like, you know... But you don't, because at the end of the day, I spent that part of my life training as an actor, whether I wrote or not. I didn't Mm. focus on that. So it was about let... I've got... let go of that thing of like I don't know enough and mm-hmm. they've been to music college because you know, if they talk to me about acting they wouldn't have clue yeah 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 but acting the in-between stage of acting I feel like there's because um I don't know because I've because of a trained in it because it's not that I care about it more but like music is in my hands if I want to release something Obviously, it's down to money as well a lot of the time. But if I wanted to write something and release it, it's in my power. Whereas with acting, it's aggravating when you're a control freak when it's out of your power. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can do to get an audition to come in. But then do you not think that without probably realising, you're probably harder on yourself in the in-between stages of music because mm. of the fact that you think, oh, this is all in my hands and it's in my hands. And yes, yeah. it is to a point, but like like you said, there's other factors. Like, I didn't know till today when we were just chatting that, like, it costs so much fucking money to, like, record music and, yeah. like, put it out somewhere and you don't make any money back. And I think that's just 
yeah. awful for the artist. Yeah. But then do you think you're harder on yourself to be like, oh, well, it's my fault that it's not happening. It's my fault that it's not in the music. Yeah. Without realising. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's... um Because they're like... I think it's just two, two different things because there's the expectation with acting because um, it's more of like a an, an arc, whereas... Well, it's not. I, d- I just... I don't really... It's difficult to explain. But I just... It's, it's more like... With music, it is... You're right. It's down to me. So it's it's more like pressure because... That was Dudley. Bless him. He's so cute. He is. Longest eyelashes. Right. But yeah, so... Um, with music, as you say, it's down to me. So when things aren't happening, it's like... But it's oh, not... Da- it's not down... Like, it... But I get... No, but mm. I get why it is. Yeah. It is, it is, it's but more taking down the to... pressure off yourself, like... No, exactly, and you, I, you have to, like, but with acting, it's more of a, there's more, okay, here it is. Here we go. Here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> round and round on this one. So, I think with acting, it's more of a dealing with, like, rejection and not being wanted, whereas with, yeah. with music, because although there's a sense of, like, rejection it's still like yeah but this is my creative outlet with me with with music for me it's like like it or lump it like you're not not everyone's gonna like this music and it's just in a genre and it's in like a little box this is just one thing whereas acting feels so more so much more like personal in a sense how amazing would it be if you could transport that attitude from music of like it or lump it, this is my version, oh my this God, is that, into because it is the same, it is an it art is. form, people are going to like it or they're going to hate it, it is but it's so much harder, exactly, yeah. but I think there's more of an in- individualism with music, because mm. it's like, this is this my unique sound, and although you've got your unique voice and way of doing it with acting, you're sat in a, in a waiting room of like carbon mm. copies of yourself yeah. auditioning yeah auditioning yeah. And, f- and f- like comparing yeah. yourself yeah whereas with with music i don't compare myself as much because it's like i i want to be like yeah you know I, I just, yeah no but it makes sense because it's your sound not you going for one role that is already mapped out that everyone mm-hmm. is going for that same character and you have to fit into that puzzle piece yeah else you're you're not good enough yeah so Very i get true. i, I totally true. get that i totally that makes a lot of sense yeah, so does that tell me I just to get that answer out? So, no. It's like, well, um, basically, dot, dot, so, dot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> no, but I get it. Like, it's just putting yourself out there in both forms, isn't it? But I guess it is kind of nice that you've got that creative outlet to both own. To choose from. Yeah. Do you feel that you owe more to acting because you studied in it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, in a done... sense, it feels more regimented in that mm. sense. It's more like, you know, I've got an agent and I have to do, like... Yeah. Do her justice for the work that she does and, like, you know, I've got yeah. this degree and all that. Music feels more fluid to me. And when people are like, well, what do you want more? It's it's not it's not necessarily... Like, why do you have to pay it? That. That's what does my head in, all of this, like... You, you know, that's what's so great about people like Lady Gaga because she just does what she likes. Yeah, literally. And, that, and, you know, but it is this thing of, because it's, it's A, like, financially taxing, trying to keep two careers up, because mm-hmm. you have to keep both of them on form. It's like spinning plates. But it's also, like, having the, the time and the right mental capacity to make sure that you're doing both. How do you switch off? Because, like, if you come home and, like, your outlet for acting is writing songs and singing... Yeah. What's your outlet... For writing songs and like, how do yeah. you turn that? How do you have you time? I think I've only recently 
found what that is for me, I think, because I because I'm just I just can't turn my brain off. Like that's I think that's why I write and why I do this because mm-hmm. I'm like I need to find something. Mm-hmm. But um I think it was last year someone told me about Headspace, the app Headspace. Oh, I just love it, so I'm not trying to plug what Headspace. Headspace. It's so good, it's a meditation app. So it's, it's oh, is this where they do like the five minute, ten minute one? Yeah, like, like everyone has this. it on their phone but just hasn't used it yet. It's like that or calm and they, yeah. these things. And have you been doing that? Yeah, I do it before bed. So it just, it like, you. it's basically just focus on your breathing and chill yourself out and then you just sleep better. It's either that or driving for have me. You re- have you noticed a difference since doing it? Yeah, I'm happier. I'm, oh, I'm wow. clearer as a person. Like, I, I understand myself more, not just from like, because of the app but because I'm giving myself the time to mm. stop for a minute because I put so much pressure on myself yeah. to be like go 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 like you know today all we've done is sit and watch um, them in Netflix and eat mushy peas with a bit of vinegar on like, I've done nothing today <laughs> that's really bad Do you know what no I mean? but like I feel like people need to give more credit to those times because you yeah. need a, you had the conversation with me the mm. other day because I had like a week where I was so busy and you're like you need a day off and I was like yeah but my day off is the podcast and you're like no the podcast can't that. be a day off yeah, yeah. you have to have that because otherwise you're going to have no energy going forward and you can't put your 100% into it yeah because you've not just done like it's like a little like when you turn the computer on and off when you weren't working yeah. like sometimes you just yeah. need to do that yeah. sometimes it's just getting overwhelmed yeah it, you, and exactly so, and you definitely need to look after yourself and I think it's the case of having life experiences and going and doing stuff for you because you know say if, if 50% of my time is being an actor and 50% of it is performing as a, as a musician I'm going to have nothing to write about no it's so I, true I, I went was... to an audition <laughs> do you know what I mean, <laughs> do do know what I mean? No. that's going on the next one Jen <laughs> copyright headshots yeah. uh, chapter two yeah literally <laughs> okay I've got a question because I've always wondered this what do you write about when you're happy <laughs> or How? do you write when you're happy I it's hard because all the best artists were like depressive yeah it's all sad I feel like that's when you relate to music most though like that's when you wanna there are some happy songs but I feel like the happy songs are when people are like ecstatic like that's when happy (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah yeah I, I think I don't know I find writing happy a lot harder because as I say, I hardly write when I'm happy because I'm too busy doing life. Yeah. Like, too busy being happy. Yeah, like if I've if I've fallen in love with someone or if I'm out having a great day with my friends or like, you know, like I don't have I don't even think about writing because writing is that outlet of um, emotional tax or whatever yeah, you yeah, call yeah. it. I don't know. It's like like if if something's going on and I need to get it out. Mm-hmm. Normally, if I'm happy, I don't really want that to go out. Like stay in me forever, <laughs> yeah. please. Don't leave me. No, like, so I just, um, yeah, it's a lot harder to write about happy things, but when I do, it's usually about love or about, uh, I can't believe I said love like that. Love. Love. (laughs) Or about people that inspire me, but yeah, I'd much rather the cathartic, like, let's just rip my heart out. Yeah, literally, like, can I just stay sad so I can write good music? And it always feels better when you're, upset or you're going through something and then you write about it like for me it's poetry yeah mm. so then I feel like once I've done it I'm like oh do you know what I actually feel a bit better yeah. like it's, I've kind it's of got out of my system hell. yeah yeah it's why I always say that when people are sad I'm like write a letter 
Like, yeah. write a letter and then, like, release a letter. Yeah. Then it's gone. It's out. It's put out there. Because otherwise you just keep it, like, in. Yeah, but don't send it, it to someone if you don't like it. Oh, God, oh my no, God. Don't, you send, it. Piss me off don't send it. <laughs> Hannah knows Why far too that? many times about times <laughs> I sent some I shouldn't. Never <laughs> take advice from Jen. My new thing is, I put it in the... Wait, no, I did this the other day. We, we <laughs> went on a girls' trip, we put them in the sea, and it was lovely. We sent it off. Wrote a letter to the universe and sent it in the sea. Well, I hope they were biodegradable. That's what I was thinking, that. Paper just melts, don't it? Like the universe just <laughs> yeah. Like, you write it on toilet paper, oh. then you're fine. You know? No, I didn't write it on toilet paper. I wrote it on paper. Literally, it's gonna have people coming on. The turtles are gonna I'm be so mad. fucking. I, no, turtles are my favorite animal. Don't say that. No, no, okay, listen, it's fine because it wasn't plastic. It's just, okay. know, there's a turtle out there somewhere reading a letter right now. Like this is lovely. Never wrote this. Thank you so much. I'm gonna keep that in my shelf for ages. <laughs> Sorry, right, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, let's not contribute to the plastic crisis, it's good. This is paper, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It'll I, be fine. I think I saw it disintegrate and go... Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Like, Jen, it's alright, we're not holding it into you. Anyway, back, back to Hannah, not my, like, sins of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Right, right, before we wrap this, this section up, because we've been talking yeah. about the time, I want to know your one top tip for surviving in between stages but mm. I, I might ask for two because I won't because there's probably there's actors out there and there's singers songwriters out there yeah so you think one of each one of, well if there is one of each or maybe it's one well, so a, I think it's a collective isn't it it's all one thing I'm just yeah. one person like <laughs> I'm just Jesus one person Jen. it's just me you're not you're Hannah trained like, even nearly two yeah, yeah of course <laughs> of course no sorry that was really, oh my god I think it's just trying to get out of saying two things <laughs> um Okay, let me make it easier for you. Yes. What's your one top tip as surviving as an actor in between auditions? Um, surround yourself with good people. Nice. And this podcast that we've been crying out for because I'm sick of Googling. What jobs do actors do? How do we survive? I oh, know, I literally, I feel like we need to add a section of like the worst job you ever took on. Actually, yeah, tell me, what was the worst job you've ever worked as? Where, trying to make money to pay bills? Probably like promo work. I can't fake me loving this perfume mate like bite like oh my god I was standing at the front of boots with this really expensive perfume and I wasn't like like labelled up as selling this perfume or anything people just thought it was nuts but you want to get in front of this perfume everyone's just walking into boots like no mate like where's the toothpaste <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay I'm only here for a day like please it's 110 pounds it's really great good money <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> Like, like, you know, I've done that and spray yeah. perfume at people's faces. I'm not going to stand in boots and start <laughs> trying to promote it. Oh, God. So, yeah, I did that for a day and that was... A day? Was... <laughs> oh. Mate, I've had so many one-day jobs. I'm just like, nope. Not again, me. Thank you. Nope. Okay. And now, your second top tip for surviving um, the in-between stages where you feel like you're... You can't write mm. for whatever reason. You feel, like, lost in the music industry. Um, go and do things that you love. Go and see your family. Go go for a walk in the woods or go to the beach. In the woods? Are you looking for like a murderer? No, no, no. Like, like go be nature. That's what I meant. Sorry. She's like, sorry. Go, go and hide in the woods. Like, like, <laughs> late no, at no. night, like, do, 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 do things that you You've enjoy. You've been watching okay? too many then, Netflix, like, serial killers. Isn't it? Uh, sorry, I'm not Ted Bundy sitting here, you know. Oh, no. no. Yeah, so that's what I do. Just go and do things that you love because I think that always grounds you and inspires you. I always look at old photos. Oh, that's quite nice. That's I like that nice. idea. Yeah, if I feel Trying to rejig your memory. Yeah, like, oh my God, who was I when I was seven? <laughs> <laughs> right, 
right, well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back to ask you some funny questions. Because <laughs> they're hilarious. <laughs> But serious questions, very serious. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is, what's your most embarrassing audition or performance? Yeah. My most embarrassing audition? Oh, my dear. Will probably I think be. it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Your <laughs> <laughs> face is embarrassing. <laughs> it's just like, like, yeah, it's embarrassing. So um, it's good because I got the job from it, which is great. Okay. Oh, good. But this is enough story. But it took five months for me to find out I got the job. Which is the longest ever, and you understand why I was cringing so much. So, okay, okay. I was in an audition, and it was with um, a casting director that I looked up before I went in, which is a no-no, like idiot, don't look them up for fuck's sake. So, um, and it said that she'd um, cast the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. Right. So I was like, cool, whatever. Like, I've gone in. Like Hannah, keep your cool. So nice to meet you. I was sitting down, done the audition. Thought it was okay. Yeah, lovely. It's nice to meet you. Whatever. Going to leave. There's a door, and then there's another door, literally, like, about, I've got to say it for this, what's that, a foot? A yeah. F- about a foot apart. So, I opened the first door, and then the, the second door wouldn't open. It was for, like, soundproof in this in this studio. The second door wouldn't open. But so, so you heard them talking about you or something? No, no, like, they're oh, still oh. here. So, oh. like, I'm still in the room with them. They I just opened you. the first door. It's literally, like, a foot <laughs> apart. Yeah, they can see me. And I couldn't get out of the door, and I'd kept it together the whole audition, and then I just turned around and went, fuck me, it's like Narnia in here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, it was so, it was so bad. It was so bad. The laugh is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what did she do? Well, then she that proceeds great to line. go... That's really funny. Yeah, though. I feel like I'd be I'd like, give you I a job just girl. for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just, well, I just was trying to just, you know, be on form and be really lovely. And, and then she was like to me, oh, okay then, um, yeah, well, I hope you've got an umbrella. Cause, um, umbrella? Umbrella. 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 <laughs> I hope you've got an umbrella because it is raining out, outside. And I went, yeah, well, I, d- I don't. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God, get me out. And then I was like, no, definitely haven't got that. And then got it five months later. Five months? That's like the longest I think I've ever heard. Is that September? Five months? Yeah, May to September. What the fuck? I've never heard of something taking that long. This was like first, first, first stage. Yeah, sometimes they get pushed back, didn't they, because of maybe funding or a new director on board or something. Mm. But it was... That is great, though. But I, w- I probably was like cringing for the whole five months. I was like, I can't believe I've met her and done that. Okay, yeah. she had five months to wait, ruminate over it. It's like, <laughs> that's why I didn't get the job because I said, and it, I was like, I'm such an idiot. Such all oh, she's gonna ever think of me is Narnia girl. Oh my god, that is hilarious. <laughs> yes, then, I'd be like that. She's just letting her guard down a bit. Like that's really funny. Yeah, I feel like you were a stand-up comedian if you said that. Yeah. But there's letting your guard down, and there's then there's swearing and sort of just. Like being a bit of a fucking weirdo that you know her credits. <laughs> I know that you've cast her, which so I'm gonna say It's no. like a wink nudge, oh, like Narnia, hello. I know, <laughs> And it literally just came out like word from it, so I was like, okay, let's get out of here now, go home and drink wine. That is funny though. Yeah. Okay, so next question <laughs> is what is your proudest, proudest? What's your proudest? Proudest accomplishment? Probably. Oh my god, that was really. <laughs> Probably. I need to chill out with all these. Weird words. Um, uh, probably is a very weird word. <laughs> no, I'm saying probably. 
Um, pulling off my mum's 50th last year is yeah. my proudest moment. Aww. Yeah. That was, like, so... So in the morning, like, I'd hidden... Me and my sister, we'd hidden, like, notes all around the house. And then, um, like, one little note, clue, clue. That's what I'm looking for. One clue led to another clue. And then they all spelt out Elaine's 50th party. And then we took her down to Brighton because she thought we were going out for dinner. Oh and God. loads of her friends were there. And we did... Um, Oh, what's it bloody called? Not knock them out. I can't even bloody remember what it's called. It's basically it was like an old game show. Okay. Knock, knock, knock. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even know what it's called. And <laughs> but I, you did it. <laughs> yeah, so we did that. So there was like loads of us that did that. And then we went home and then there was like 80 to 100 people turn up in like masks wow. with their face on and we had a massive party oh my god and that was all in one day yeah and then we did fireworks at midnight like, that is a uh, lot to organise so great but she's like the most amazing woman like I love her so much and she, that's the least that we could have done for her for a birthday like oh my that god, it was adorable. like I wouldn't I did she cry oh my god constantly all day say. it was great but like that if you can do that for someone that's done so much for you then that's like, my real. god. Yeah. Yeah. That's the least I could do. That woman's a saint. Oh. Did she support like everything? So yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. She does, yeah. She's she's the most selfless person. Like she just she just cares so much about like her family and mm-hmm. the people that she loves. She don't give herself a minute sometimes, works constantly. So it's just like we just want mm. to do that for her to be like yeah. So that's my proudest proudest thing that I think I've ever done oh, is like putting that, that That's off. a beautiful one. That's really lovely. <laughs> okay, last one. What is a goal you have for this year? Okay, I think... Um, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. That's got deep. Oh my God, yeah. I just think, right, I think for me at the minute it's about uh, not setting myself up for um, like upset, so like not expecting too much. What's it called? I don't even know. Um... Not just like expectation. Yeah, not yeah. so not 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 expecting too much and then kicking myself. Like basically being realistic. So like just living the mo- living in the moment and just going with the flow and literally just being happy with the now rather than keep end gaming and, mm. and like making waste- like high standards for yourself and like yeah. things. To, yeah, wasting time like on on a mission and missing out on yeah on on the moment. That's a really good one to have actually because normally like you set a goal to like do something and then you beat yourself up if you don't do it but actually like yeah, this I'd is a pro- this is a, like a process right yeah that's like something that I think I think like what you were talking about with Yaz it's that like the like the self love journey and that's what I think I'm and that's the focus for me at the minute it's just like being in the now and and it's like taking every second as precious rather than being like I need to be there and mm. I need to be achieving that else I'm not good enough just being like cool I'm surrounded by good people and what am I doing today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I really like that. Should we play a game? Yeah, let's play a game. <laughs> okay, here we go. Do you want a coffee? Or a tea, darling. So, this is the section of the show. We put She's our so guests... <laughs> yeah, you're really nervous. There's nothing too nervous about it, don't worry. Okay. We put our guests oh up God. against the clock to offer quick fire questions. Hannah, you are not allowed to say, hmm, uh, hmm. 
You just gotta say the first thing that comes into your head, whether yeah. it makes sense or not. Don't yeah. worry. Don't whether it's, it's even not gonna make any sense. <laughs> Which true or not? Okay, get ready. I'm nervous because I've got to read the questions. I can't believe how. Don't worry. Nothing's gonna happen to you. I'm not um, gonna make um, you like do something. Yeah. Okay. 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 okay we'll are you ready? Yeah, I'm so Cass, ready. are you ready for the questions? I am more than ready. Hannah, are you question? Are you questions ready? <laughs> I have a question for the ready. You question for the ready, and I'm ready with the timer. Three. Two, one, let's play. If you won the lottery, what would be the first thing you buy? A lottery ticket. Get <laughs> <laughs> your first celebrity crush. Oh my god, oh my god, Danny O'Donoghue. Do you snort? Snort? Yes. yes. Bath or shower? Bath. T-shirt or shirt? T-shirt. First thing you do in the morning? Yawn. <laughs> Last thing you do at night? Yawn. Brush your teeth with hot water or cold water? Hot water. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Water. <laughs> Um, fake flowers or real flowers? Real flowers. Uh, favourite film? Uh, music and lyrics, definitely isn't that. Adele or Amy Winehouse? Ah, oh, Amy Winehouse. Songs that bring back happy times? The Lighthouse Family, Lifted. Hypersensitive nose or ears? I don't know what hypersensitive so means. So it means like, you can either smell things loads or hear things loads. Hear things? Hypersensitive ears? Yeah. yeah. I don't smell nothing. <laughs> That's what I've got. Or coffee or tea? Coffee, yeah. Yay. Really? I like how the first thing you buy is a lottery <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Where's you win the lottery? That's greedy, oh. ain't it? She's like, I've won a million pounds. Let me just buy like film. As an actor, don't even know my favourite film. Music and lyrics. That's just not. That's Drew Barrymore and Hugh Grant. <laughs> That's the thing that came in your head first. That means it's your favourite. I do love it. Pa. I've never seen it. Pa. You'd love it. Oh, it's so to watch it tonight. Oh my god, I can't believe that. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so it's time for realisation of the week. Okay, Cass, do you want to go first? I would love to, Jen. Come on then. Oh, <laughs> all right then. Um, my realisation of the week is that um, I want to. I need to be more active like working out and all of that just because I realised that it massively affects my mental state and makes me feel a lot happier when I've worked out or when I've I'm not going to say go for a run but when I've gone for like a really fast walk <laughs> like you know just like got the heart rate up a bit I feel weirdly makes me feel productive and also makes me feel like I've achieved something yeah, yeah, that yeah. day um, so it's not so much about the end goal of looking really fit and great it's just the payoff that I get once I've been nice I like that. Hannah? No, leave Hannah till last so she has more time. Oh, sorry. We just, did you not just say, like... Yeah, yeah I mean, I can well, go. You, I can go. go. You go. <laughs> Cass was like, trying to think like, No, Jen. Like, <laughs> Damn it. No, literally. I lost sugar across the table. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my blazer on. I'm ready today. Ready. Right, Hannah, what's your realisation of the week? Um, my realisation of the week is um, that you don't have to know everything. Like, not that, that, not that I'm obsessed with knowing everything but I think I've beat myself up a lot since leaving drama school actually about like um you know not knowing as much as this person or you know not going to see every play that's on everywhere all the time and just yeah it's it's like just yeah yeah it's okay to just be yourself and sit in that fact rather than being like I need to be the most clever person in the world and the most this person blah 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 blah. just chill out that's, yeah, that's what it comes down to. Chill the hell out. Realization to chill the fuck out. Boom. 
Uh, What's yours, Jen? Mine is that... I was trying to word this right. It's okay Mm. to spend your money. Okay. Now, I'm not going... I'm not talking about, like, going out and, like, literally being like, it's money, money, money. Mm. Like, I feel like that you can get into a pattern where money is just used for bills and for rent and for food and it becomes Mm. this thing. It's okay to go out and enjoy the money that you're making. Like, and not, like... So, like, having drinks with friends, of course, but, like, I spent my money the other day on going back and booking myself a private horse riding lesson. I've not horse rode since I was, like, 18 years old, and I used to do it since, like, four. So it was, like, something I loved, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to do it because it's so expensive. And not feeling guilty about it, right? Not feeling guilty because I felt amazing afterwards, and it gave me such joy, and I was like, okay, well, that's money well spent. That's money... Have you had the horse riding yet? Yeah, no, I had it. How was it? It was amazing, but I realised how... Much like I'd neglected such a skill that I was so proud of and, like, I managed to do. And, like, I think that's another thing, like, to, like, not neglect something because it might not fit into your life so much. Like, it was a skill and I'm I'm so proud of that skill. But I got back on the horse and I was like, oh, my God, this is weird. Like, I'm literally back on the horse. Yeah, Yeah. literally. (laughs) I got back on the horse. Um, So I'm going to start having more regular lessons again. And I'm okay with that. And um, that means I won't be going... And getting that extra pint at the pub, but I'll be spending it on something mm. else, and it's okay to spend putting down the lump sum because you spend it without even realising it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Okay, so we're coming up to the end of our show, which means, Hannah, you have to give us... An affirmation. Yes. And that's something you'd like to leave the listeners with. Okay, my affirmation would be, don't wait for good things to happen, go out and get them. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I like that. I really <laughs> like oh my god, that. I was so worried I was going to muck that out then. No, <laughs> that was really good. She gave that very professional. She yeah. was like, uh, and I'm going to announce this just so you do If I said bad instead of good, that could have been completely <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> yeah. It has been amazing having you on the show. It's been such a pleasure. I hope you've had a nice time. It's been great. It's been so much fun. What a lovely old chat. Yeah. It's been a lovely old chat. So, for our lovely listeners, thank you once again for listening to this episode. Um, Hannah, where can all our listeners find you? Where can we hear your music? Where can we follow you just to follow you? So, um, my socials as in Hannah is just at Hannah Traylon. Spell it. H-A-N-N-A-H-T-R-A-Y-L-E-N. Thank you. And then my um, <laughs> my music side is Nearly T, which is Traylon, just jumbled up, but I'll spell it anyway. So it's N-E-A-R-L-Y-T <laughs> No Yeah Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Official that's I can't what spell I don't know why I'm helping And you can find your music on Spotify right And yeah, iTunes iTunes and Yeah All the normal places really Amazing And will we be We'll be hearing some more soon, Yes Hopefully Hopefully the end of this year, By the end of this year But you have to tell stuff. us If you've got any like live gigs And stuff yeah. So we can put it on our Instagram And so we yeah. can go <laughs> Yeah literally yeah. I want to go I still, I still haven't seen you live in ages. I used to see you live all the time. Yeah, Mostly well, have my private yeah. concerts in my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, I honestly would. Concert. I'd be like, it passes the time. I'd be like, play, sing something. Sing You'd be like, uh. But thanks for having me on. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah. That was really random of me to say, but I need to say thanks again. Thank you. Okay, so don't forget to rate us, review us, subscribe, let us know what you thought of it, what you liked. And you can follow us on Instagram at In Between Stages, Twitter at In Between Stage, because there was somebody, I've noticed this, there's somebody with the S. Oh, there is someone with the S. There's someone with the S. She stole our name. 
She's not been on since 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I um, We're also on Facebook. Um, you can find our page, The In Between Stages Podcast. Like it. Join in the conversation. Tell us your worst auditions, embarrassing performances. Tell us something you're proud of because we want to start sharing them on the show. Cass, where can everyone find you? Um, on Instagram, it's just Cassius Nelson. And on Twitter, it's Cassius underscore Nelson. And you can find me at Jennifer with three N's, Brooke. Because again, somebody stole my name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we will see you next week. But in the meantime, Jen, have Have a great great week in between. between. And as a special treat at the end of our show, Hannah has let us place you some of her music. Our music. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was that good. (laughs) So Hannah, what are we going to listen to? You're going to be listening to before anyone else. Oh, here you go, guys. I know it's mainly my fault. I know I'm the one to blame. I know I caused the upset. I know I caused all the pain. I know you moved on and so you should. But I know we could have had something oh so good. I know I ruined it being tangled up in myself. In myself. This is why all my relationships hurt like hell each time they fall to shit. Seem to